This is a HeadGum Podcast. Dynamic banter. Mike and Steve are gonna do bits and have some fun. Dynamic banter. Honking horns and ringing bells and making good. Dynamic banter. Don't forget the history rose. Dynamic banter. <laughs> you know, sometimes when we do the show... We we are going through shit. No. <laughs> hey guys, welcome to the welcome to Dynamic Banter. Um, how's everybody doing? Good. I'm an emotional wreck. <laughs> um, and I'm um mildly inconvenienced. Yeah, but it still doesn't doesn't feel great. But guess what? what? Even though we're both at varying degrees of pressure, uh-huh. we know. At the bottom of our hearts. At the end of the day. At the end of the day. Flying your 40,000 feet. Everything will be okay. Everything gonna be I. And by the way, when I say, when you, well, okay, when I say everything's gonna be okay, my everything's gonna be okay might be different from the hallmark everything's gonna be okay. When you say everything, that, that to the outside, so many things. Yeah. <laughs> to me, it means... Everything's gonna be okay means you will you will figure it out. Yes. And whether that means you are still not completely happy, you'll still figure it out. Yes. And also we gotta keep in mind that we really have no choice. No, that's the thing. We have no choice. Yeah. We have to because the and we want to. Because mm-hmm. look, we only get one shot. And <laughs> we only get one shot. That was the lyric from that song. Yeah, that's right. You only get one mom spaghetti. <laughs> you only get one plate of spaghetti. One serving already. of mom spaghetti. Dude, I saw someone who makes uh, like custom action figures. I follow people that make like custom action figures mm-hmm. where they make like the the like the whole package and they paint the background and they have like yeah the toy. something awful yeah yeah some yeah it's either yeah. something awful or or someone like that uh-huh. but I think it, maybe something awful made the uh, it was mom's spaghetti uh-huh. it was literally just spaghetti <laughs> inside of like the little clear plastic window <laughs> and it just said mom's spaghetti and it had M M&M and on it yeah oh man that's good so accessories funny. are important in the, in the action figure world yeah mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> you know what though i always felt like it was kind of a ripoff when they sold the weapons like separately like i get it and i know people appreciated it but for me it was like i'm trying to think of a good example of who did that like ninja turtles did that did they yeah huh remember the remember the like big plastic thing that you had to punch the 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 weapons out of yeah 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 so they would sell like sheets of those the shitty ones came with them yeah yeah (laughs) anyway um (laughs) fuck dude i wanted to say really quickly um mike falzone the other host of this show nice to meet you dot com squarespace Uh, before we started recording the show today, uh-huh. Mike was like, would you like anything, sir? And I said, yes. As a matter of fact, my friend, I would love a glass of water. And then we kissed for 45 minutes. We kissed for 45 minutes in complete silence. <laughs> All you could hear was breathing. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> you gotta check in. It's important to check in. So, <laughs> thank you. I'm glad you finally. Shit, now we're recording. Now we're recording. <laughs> so, um, Mike offered me a water, and I was like, "Thank you, my friend." And he was like, "Wait a minute, though. There's we've got this little mini fridge in here now, uh-huh. and there's some ice cold." bottled water in there yeah for my pals because the fridge is turned down too low right so it's ice it's ice cold ice cylinders of water it's yeah we have to wait and we have to wait for it to melt i'm so thirsty but we'll all have to wait um but dude you were like it's not the best tasting water but it is did i say that yeah you were like it might not taste great or whatever you said something about it not tasting great i can't remember oh no the iced coffee that i have oh okay well here's what i was gonna say then because i had this whole thing about do you feel like there are certain types of bottled water Uh that you could like do the pepsi challenge and like pick out um i don't think i'm my palate is that sophisticated and I think based on all the kidney stuff that I've gone through, it's like if it tastes remotely like water, I mean, I'll take it all in. <laughs> Dude, I'll take it all in as fast as it can go. Hey, and my brother, I relate to that. Were you a little do you want me to boost you down a little? I don't know if the if my level volume is too high or if the whole thing is too high. But we'll we're I'll tell you what, you know what I'll do for you? And for everyone listening, replace the top part of my computer. That's right. That's what I'll do. <laughs> no matter what's wrong, every time something is wrong, we'll just replace it. It'll be fine. Yeah. So, um, do you think that you could taste different? I think so, and I think that like, like there, I think Arrowhead water. Not to put Arrowhead on blast. It's a not good one. Yeah. Because that's the one of the cheaper ones. Yes. And this is just called water, isn't it? This it's just is called spring, spring water. water. But I'll tell you who it is. 365. 365. 365, yeah. which uh-huh. is a great brand. Uh, not Spawn, hashtag. Not, pay, not a paying Spawn. Um, but And I'll tell you right now, the cat poses a small choking hazard, to particularly for children. So before opening it, make sure that the safety cap seal is unbroken and don't refill. Yeah, that, that's an interesting part. Don't refill. Yeah, I heard something about the plastic breaking down. You're not supposed to, like, have the plastic around for a long time. Because plastic is bad. Yeah, shit, I guess that's true. Mm. Dude, Mm. I'll buy, like, a bottle of water from, like, whatever, and I will use that bottle for, like, weeks. Yeah, you'll be fine, but you're not uh, supposed to do that. Dude, I'll tell you what, Just get, like, a hydro flask or some shit like that. Everything's gonna be okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'm gonna, um... I'm going to run you over two scenarios. Okay. I gently closed this. this okay. Think of a headphone jack. Okay. Let you me clo- how- wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. Let's get in the zone. Thank you. <laughs> All right. I'm closing my eyes. I'm thinking of a headphone jack. Think of a headphone jack. You know how it's kind of sectioned off? There's three sections of it. There's a little tip. And it looks like a little robot peeing yeah. the ants. Yeah. The, 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 first, the first most tip, the forehead of the peeing ants. The perennium. The perennium. The perennium vast difference. The vast difference between these little marks. The tip of the headphone jack 
The one that's like kind of like a, a, a like a like a stop sign shape. Small. I closed my laptop, and just the tip of the headphone jack was on the corner. <sighs> Bad placement. Bad placement. Accidental. Accidental. Placement. Yeah. Pla- placement. That is the result of wires pushing metal where they're yeah. not supposed to go. Probably unplugging it and then like letting it go and it just bounced back to that spot. What's that, negligence? That's on me. No, I don't think that's negligence. I think it's you've done that your whole life and it's never done what you're about to say it did. I'll take any part in the responsibility that I need to for it to be over for the universe quicker. You know? So, caught the corner. <laughs> didn't uh, make a crack didn't make a sound and then I open it back up and all of a sudden I have like you didn't blow into this Nintendo cartridge yet yeah. lines down the side blow and across the middle so I fucked up my very expensive I use this daily computer and uh, I'm, I'm fearful of how much money it's going to take to replace it but I need to replace it because I this is how I make money I edit videos and photos on a daily basis doing it tonight for example and I'm looking at this thing I'm wondering how much it's going to cost I'm wondering who is going to fix it and the only thing I can think of is everything's going to be alright do you want me to do a quick like google search on like how much roughly that costs no just so that you can be prepared or would you rather be like god damn and when they tell you (laughs) I I, here's here is my my gut feeling is that I'm going to try to recover any positive thoughts and happiness and channel them into having a good, productive, nice show. I like that. And then I'll go somewhere else and then I'll be sad all over again. Dude, I'm so there with you. Um, now would be a good time to say that if you'd like to buy a t-shirt, dynamicbanter.clothing is the place to do that. And then we'll get a little bit of money from that and then that will go into the top part of my computer. That's not really... Constructive. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was just showing support. So, Mike, I think I think no matter what, though, can I say something? Uh huh. Everything's gonna be okay. Can I tell you the other thing? I told you this off camera. Yeah. But I, uh, me and Zoya the other day met a dog that was being um, taken care of by foster parents. There's this uh, place that where you could adopt dogs. I don't like to say rescue because I'm not swinging in on a vine or anything and <laughs> picking it out of a volcano. It's but a rescue. Somebody else did that. And uh, and so what they do is they match the dog up with foster parents. And then we were somewhere with the foster parents. And so we got introduced to this little dog and uh, fell in love because it's just the coolest. How do you not? It was friends with everybody. Ugh. And maybe I'll send... Uh, I'll send Ryan a video that he can include with a video oh, podcast. Oh, man. Um, so the dog went up for adoption today, and we were recommended, but we had to go through the adoption process like everybody else. So I did it on Instagram. I clicked on the link in the bio, link in bio. Four score and seven years ago, I clicked on link in bio. Well, I'll get to it. <laughs> He's got questions. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody turned off the mic until I'm done with the story. I got it. <laughs> I'm on it. Don't worry. So uh, I, you have to pay an application fee mm. uh, your first time applying. So I did that, and then I filled out this whole long questionnaire because they want to make sure that we'll be good adoptive parents. Right. 
and I filled it all out except for they ask you where you plan on bringing the dog um, to the vet. And you wrote hell. Hell. And then you were like, wait, but I was joking. We're going to send this dog to hell. JK, I'm a comedian, self-employed. I hope you laugh. So, dynamicbanter.clothing. So, <laughs> I'll get to it. I'm sorry, I thought I turned it off. Who's on first? So, my screen is making me so sad. I'm sorry. Dude. I know, I know. I'm telling you, I know. It's like a magic eye, but it's just the picture is worse than yeah. the fucking what yeah. they give you. So any hooser, um, I filled out every question and I went back to look up the name and the spelling of the name that is the, the, um, vet around the corner from us. And I got it. And when I memorized the spelling, I went back to the form and the form had disappeared. Yeah. So they have my application fee and all the questions that I was like, okay, that's the best answer for that question. Yeah. And, uh, and then it went away, and then I had to do the whole thing again and pay the first time application fee again, and then Love fill out it. all Love the things that. again. And then I came back to find that my computer that I use every day that I paid thousands and thousands of dollars for is broken because I smashed the teeniest, tiniest bit of a tip peanuts in the corner <laughs> of dip it. Peignet. And I'm not even like... A peignet. I'm not even... <laughs> opinionated <laughs> opinionated but i was like if i had been if i knew in my heart that i had been a real piece of shit for the past couple weeks <laughs> you'd be like yeah i could sit here in silence and be like this is we call it penance 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 for this and this that i did sure but i'm like i've had a pretty good run as of late yeah and uh, maybe it's this is you know something I did in uh, college or seventh grade. Yeah, coming it's catching back. up. But I really feel like the universe is fucking my nuts out of my ass. <laughs> to borrow yeah. to borrow a phrase, and 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 all it's, and, and all connected to something that is like really good and could be really good for you and Zoya mm -hmm. and a wonderful life enhancing thing. Yeah. And it's like here's this though as mm -hmm. a result of it of your yeah. curiosity and your attempt to yeah. make it happen for yourself, dude. And there was one question on the um on the application that says, are you aware that, um, having a dog could range anywhere from 1500 to $4,500 annually. Whoa, and I was about to write back and you know what else is quite expensive <laughs> <laughs> Just give while we're talking about it list. while we're on it. Did you know that Netflix <laughs> yeah. after a year, yeah, I'm just sucks, super man. not psyched about going to the Apple store and being like, how many, how much of my money do you want to make this not like I this? have a I have kind of a uh, like a little bit of a spooky question for you Mike mm. and uh, let me see if I can get us some uh, some a paranormal question yeah yeah let me see if I get get some uh, spooky music in here so we have friends that are obsessed with the paranormal yes we have friends who have a wonderful podcast called Let's get haunted. What do ghost hunters, do ghost hunters put on their W9 at the end of the year? Dude, what if what if you what if you're watching a ghost show and they were like <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha
And they were like, what? <laughs> if you're watching a ghost show. And then they're like, what? What if you're watching a ghost show and they're in this haunted house and the, the black light or like the, the infrared camera zone, you see the guy going. <laughs> he's in the room and he's like, if you're here. Spirits, if you're here. Yeah. Speak to us, spirits. Wait, did you hear that? Yeah. Sorry. Check the defibrillator. <laughs> guys, the temperature changed in the room. <laughs> it's hotter. It's, it's a little bit hotter right there. Do you guys... It smells like sulfur. Sulfur. <laughs> Holy shit. And the cameraman's like... And the guy's like... Can't open the door. What's going on? It's hard to... It's hard to breathe it. What's going on? Guys, are you getting this? What's happening? What are you guys putting on your taxes? Oh, no! Oh, God! Oh, God! Then they get canceled the next day. All right, here's a spooky question for you. They're like... They're like, we have... What if the the first ever proof of paranormal... Of ghosts was farts like ghost farts. Ghost farts that like nobody in the room was doing. Yeah, <laughs> they're like we had cameras. You, you ever seen the that? I think that footage is fake actually. But have you ever seen the footage of like someone farting with like a special camera on the the heat? Yeah, camera? and you can see like a cloud yeah. come out or something. Yeah, I think that's been debunked. But I wonder if there is a way to actually see. There has to be. Remember when they were explaining how like COVID travels? Yeah, and they're like, and here they showed that is, diagram. Here's everything. <laughs> yeah, here's when you cough. Here's how many particles spread. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think that there's one like that for butts, but it's just really horrible and people don't want to see that? Yeah, I would want to see it because I think it's funny. But I would I would need the, the dude, I was about to say I would need the sound, but it's also funny just to like there's a person at the bank and they're just waiting patiently in line and then it just goes Dude what? <laughs> And you see how it like dissipates. What if you found out? Dude, it goes up to like the person behind them and the person behind them is also w- patiently waiting and they're like the second the cloud hits them is when their face turns. <laughs> You're like, well, now you see the moment. You see the moment that it hit him. That's fascinating. Dude, what if you found out that, like, all the times your friends farted around you and it was so funny, the great memories of being farted on and around, what if you found out that every time someone farts, it's like a shit explosion? And not just like in the it, like if you're this close to the butthole. Uh-huh. I'm talking about the entire room fills with shit. Fills with what shit. What if you learned that? Why wouldn't it be like that? I don't think it fills with shit. I think like if you're close, you could get shit particles. But I don't think it's enough to like. <laughs> obviously, it's not enough to make you sick and shit. Otherwise, we would have been sick our whole lives. I've basically. been sick from people's from the smell of someone's yeah. cars. And bad smell usually indicates bad situation. But do you and remember? Also, a- there's there's shit in you, right? And it's not like the air that you push out is like, excuse me, shit. 
excuse me, I don't want to touch I mean, anyone. I, I need d- to go out there. I think it does, but as it says, excuse me, it gets a little poop on it as it goes oh, yeah. by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like saying excuse me while crawling on your belly through right. mud. Yes, exactly. exactly. <laughs> excuse me, I gotta get by. <laughs> Let me crawl over this mud. <laughs> excuse me. Oh, God. I'm not taking any of this with me. It's like that scene in Shawshank when he's like crawling through the shit tunnel to yeah. get out of prison. That's what air looks like coming out of your belt. Um... I guess, like, I don't remember ever getting, like, pink eye or anything from all the funny farts. But it would be interesting to find out, like, would it make you less worried about poop in general? In what? In what way? If you found out that, like, there really was a poop of, like, a fecal matter fireworks show all around your mouth and eyes anytime someone farts. You Even think if- I'd be less af- less afraid of like when you like because you know doorknobs have poop on them and it makes you like freak out like depends on the degree in which you're like poop on the doorknob why do doorknobs have poop on them it's definitely getting worse you know why doorknobs have poop on them yeah because people a lot of people don't wash their hands that's disgusting but i hasn't um dr falci told everyone to wash their hands oh shit i forgot all right spooky question so many of my friends I was so bummed out about the amount of people who just didn't know how to wash their hands until the news was like, you should do this for at least about 20 seconds. You're like, what? Like, what? You're 30. But also, like... doorknobs have poop on them. (laughs) Oh, no. You're going down a bad road, Mike. Everything you touch is covered in poop, according to the New York Post. Yes. Anything that people touch. (laughs) Dude, I love... I love that people also ask a section of Google... Because it's like you could tell the intention is there, but oh, they yeah. don't know the other words. How long do poop germs live on surface? <laughs> right, because that's the next thing you want to know after you type yeah. it. <laughs> now, this is 2007, so this is old information. But fecal matter can survive for several days, sometimes even weeks on surfaces, according to... Oh, good. And then it just says according to Reynolds. Ryan? Is that just a guy that someone knows? You talking, dude, world famous scientist Reynolds. There's another question <laughs> that just says, "Does everything have poop?" I mean, I guess that's the more simple way to ask that without. What do you like have the, in your brain? That's the idiocracy guy yeah. typing that out. Wait a minute, does everything have poop? Because <laughs> yeah. that could mean a couple of things from a stupid person. It could mean they want to know if all living things poop. Or if everything has poop on it. Yes. And the answer in 2018. Might shock you. So this is even. (laughs) Number seven will freak you the fuck out. It's yes. Yeah. In fact, fecal matter is present almost everywhere. Our homes, our cars, our workplaces, schools. And those are just four examples of everywhere. Dude, think about (laughs) it. You could you could even think of some on your own. <laughs> think of think of anything. Think of a yeah, place. Yeah. That place has poop. Dude, um, think about how like when you're sitting on your couch and you rip it out and you're like you let the bomb down. When you bury deep. Yeah, you bury deep. Mm. When you push it out. Dude. Dude, you've been sitting down and pushing out. We used to, in college we had an ottoman. That no one would sit on un- unless they yeah. were playing video games. Yeah. And then everyone would bury deep. <laughs> and then it used to be a punishment that you had to go put your head. Oh, it, no! And then somebody would smack it. <laughs> and then you'd release the demon into oh, their God. nose and eyes. That's what I'm saying, dude. You ever, like, have you ever 
hit a chair like the seat of a chair with your hand with like sunlight on and it. And like like the little And you see tons of fucking dust and shit fly out. And we all know what dust is. Dude, there's so much poop in that. Dust is ghost poop. Think about how you're pooping it down. You're making pre-poops all over your couch. I need to go poop down. Dude, you're pushing down. <laughs> <laughs> We're making specs. You're on your couch pushing down, and you get up and you leave, and then someone else sits down where you sat. Uh-huh. They've got your poop all over their pants you know, at super, that point. Super interesting, yes. And then they get into their car, and your poop is on their car seat now. Yeah. Be- and then they get For up, weeks. Right, and then they go to like Taco Bell, and they sit down in the and restaurant, more. and they put your poop all over the place. And then they push down, and it kind of gets combined. Yeah, and then your push and his push are all over the place. <laughs> Do you know what's super interesting is? When you push down... <laughs> You spread poop throughout everywhere. But when you push up, you get strong muscles. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and everything's going to be okay. Everything that we're saying right now is going to be irie. Okay, I have a spooky question for you, finally. I want to get to the spooky question. Are we you. off poop? Because I have one more Yes, we're off poop. poop. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Another, these questions are fascinating. Okay. Yeah, of course. Dude, this is a journey I went on. Like I went deep down the rabbit hole of where how much poop is really around by yourself us. or on a podcast. Uh, no, by myself. Yeah. So this information is not out. No, 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 no. I just w- I just went through this in my personal life. So we're doing science work. Right yeah, now. yeah. We're like Doctor Fauci. Yeah, you're where I was when I went down the poop hole. I'm just interested in. <laughs> I thought you go up the poop hole. Well, I'm interested in what other people. I only want to hear stupid people's questions for the rest of my life. Dude, for real. This one says, "Is it bad to touch poop?" <laughs> people spread whatever they have on their hands, like feces, sometimes read as fences which can be transmitted very easily. He added that fecal matter can survive for days or weeks on surfaces, as we've seen, depending on the type of bacteria. So watching your, watching your hands, go ahead and look at them, is imperative. Before you eat the squeaker, before you drink, before you touch your face. Oh, okay, now I'm done. Maybe if I minimize the window, my screen will get better. That's what I'm saying, dude. You nope. could you could take the window and you could close it away from the defect, and and, and it it's a temporary fix, temporary fix. I you know, your um, mouth to God's ears, Steve. All right. <laughs> you know what though? It's okay. It's we should. It's okay to laugh at those stupid questions, but I also feel like that question is being asked probably so sincerely because oh, yeah. that person really doesn't know. Yeah, and it's not like we don't have the same questions. <laughs> right. We would just word them Right, 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 right. Because exactly. we, we've been exposed <laughs> to other words. Right. <laughs> and maybe books or something. How long do poop particles usually, poop particles last, usually on last in and around in surfaces? surfaces? I have a couple have questions. questions. How do, can you touch poop? <laughs> How long can I touch poop without being in danger? This is a five second rule, apply to poop. (laughs) (laughs) He He has the question and he farts. (laughs) I have a question about uh, how much poop is there. Okay, thank you. No further questions, Your Honor. Yeah, my question really quick is, is poop 
on everything. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Can I? I have one question. Yeah. For the king and queen <laughs> sure. of knowledge. Can yeah. you hold a fart in your hand? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> he sits down. <laughs> he goes, yeah, really quick. Question for the scientist. Uh, <laughs> yeah, for the scientist. How long does poop live? How how long does a poop particle live on everything? <laughs> there's somebody. We're here at Comic Con 2023, and there's somebody backing up, walking backwards towards the microphone, and somebody else lowering the mic. And then, yeah. Okay, one question. Oh, just this one's for the scientist. I was wondering if you could, how far I could fart until it poses a danger to my poop. (laughs) Holy shit. If I pump up my stomach like a super soaker, can I fart double far? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, how long, is it safe to hold a fart for, is it safe to hold a fart for too long? What did we used to say? If you hold in your bad ideas, or farts become bad ideas. If you hold in. yeah, if you hold in your bad ideas, they become farts. All right, God damn it! I want to ask you this spooky question. Yeah, man. please. Man, I mean, maybe we should do the ads, and then we could do it. Are we already halfway through the show? Yeah, we're. At I feel like minutes. this was the intro. I know. I know. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. The summer's coming, and I swear to God, you're gonna get thirsty. You ever get so goddamn thirsty you're sucking down on your tooth? (laughs) Try a Miller Genuine Draft. Did you know that you can be mad at a can of Miller Genuine Draft? All you gotta do is yell right into the hole after you're done drinking. Our cans are designed designed to hold an argument. argument. Our cans are designed to be yelled at as loud as you can. (laughs) All of our carbonation is created by disagreements that we've had in the brewery. Once you yell as much as you want at the can, you can throw it in the trash and all your yelling will go in the garbage. worried about money he all really the time. wants to know how much it costs he wants he just wants to know how much it costs to come listen to the podcast it's absolutely free my friend yes okay mike uh-huh spooky question time uh, which could lead into my spooky evening which we could talk about after the ad my spooky evening i saw them at a um all points <laughs> east in new jersey <laughs> <laughs> all right mike mm-hmm. you talked about this situation with this hypothetical friend that could come into your life soon. Yes. And you also talked about how the incidents surrounding the potential application for the friend, the application for the friend was met with a couple of bungles. Mm -hmm. That sounded like what? (laughs) 
<laughs> okay, there they are. There's the rest. <laughs> one, and two, one, and three, and four. <laughs> Do you believe in signs like that from potentially the universe or beyond? Do you feel like this is potentially a sign that maybe you should stay away from this? Or do you not believe in that bullshit? And do you feel like this is just a coincidence? This this is a coincidence. You know, I think all bad things and all good things are happening simultaneously. Yeah. 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 You could just choose which lane to hang out in. Well, it's <clears throat> like you take the good, you take the bad, you mix them both, and then you have the facts of life. And I choose to believe in facts. So Is that your final answer? That's my final answer. Is that correct? Let's find out. <laughs> Next time on <laughs> Dynamic Fantasy. <laughs> it's been. It's been. I don't give a fuck Get rid of every can. There's an argument in every can. Let's find you. I don't give a fuck, Becca de Goo. Tell someone else. <laughs> and we're out. <laughs> All right, let's just let's do these ads. And then I can, and then we can talk about my spooky evening. <laughs> There's this Halloween episode, too. <laughs> You ever wake up in the middle of the night and you're angry? You're so angry like you were just yelled at by someone? <laughs> you wake up so fast and you're spitting angry? <laughs> yes, yes. Well, then you should check out BetterHelp. I don't think it is either. As a matter of fact, I was kind of not sure where I was going with it. And then I was like, well. <laughs> pretty good. Well. Actually pretty good. Guys. <laughs> this episode of Dynamic Banter is brought to you by BetterHelp. And I'll tell you something. There are a lot of things that can interfere with your happiness. For me, it is massive life changes that are were thrown into my existence and i could have chosen to sit in silence but instead i went for help and it's that easy and something that better help provides is exactly that help is there anything that is preventing you from achieving your goals? Is there anything that you feel like is in the way of having and achieving happiness? Are you talking yourself out of happiness? Are you talking yourself out of happiness? Do you need someone to help you break down the little barriers and the little walls that you put up in front of yourself, stopping you from happiness or achieving your goals? I'm willing to bet that a lot of you might feel exactly that way. How much money? <clears throat> what? Never mind. <laughs> BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can connect in a safe and private online environment 
and it's so convenient. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. And here's the deal. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. Please. 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 Well. <laughs> And you never have to, you don't have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room and feel judged or worried that you're, you know, I, I don't know. There's a lot of reasons yeah, why you wouldn't want to still... just sit in a waiting room or yeah. something. You, or you just feel more comfortable <clears throat> having a secure conversation online or something. That's exactly what BetterHelp is for. And they're committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches. So they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. So if you're not feeling this particular counselor, easy peasy, just switch it up, find yes. someone else. That's great. And it's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. And you can find the particular expertise that you need online. You can't, you don't limit yourself to just counselors located near you. And here's some of the professional counselors who are, here's what some of these licensed professionals are specializing in. Depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts. There's a lot of stuff here. I didn't know they do sleeping. A lot of stuff. Having trouble sleeping, sometimes it's yes. psychological. Sometimes it's there's something blocking this, this from happening. Mm. Do you remember a time in your life when you were sleeping well? So obviously you could, and you did. So you can achieve that again, and I think that better health can really help in that way. So... Let's stop talking all about it and get you over there. If you go to betterhelp.com slash banter, you can start living a happier life today. And as a listener, you're going to get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash banter. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash banter. Why don't you join those over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health? Mike, let's talk about Grove. Okay. Now, here's the deal. Grove, <laughs> it's collaborative. Grove Collaborative. Mm -hmm. And why is that? Well, it's an online marketplace that delivers natural home beauty and personal care products directly to your door. That's very nice. I can't tell you how, as a man with a beard, Beard oil, build cream. Build cream. Build cream. Clam fleege. I can't even tell you how wonderful it is, especially, by the way, for those of you that wear masks, having a little beard oil under the mask makes the little smell a little nice in there. Nice. And your beard doesn't feel like a haystack once you take that mask off. Yeah. And it's not all like moist and gross. It's like you got some nice, you have some claim in there and it's really nice holds the moisture in makes everything soft makes makes the skin underneath real nice that's right and i'll tell you it leads to living a little bit of a healthier lifestyle because mm. you're giving your body and your hair and your 
face and your skin, all these things that you kind of like don't realize that are good for you and help you look a little nicer into your older age yeah, in dude. some ways. Plus a lot of people say that they want to, that they would prefer to use natural stuff because we've all heard about all the, the gunk and this like mass produced um, very widely produced stuff and preservatives and oh, yeah. stuff like that is no good. But a lot of people don't know exactly where to go for natural stuff because it seems like there's <coughs> too many options and they recognize the big box names mm -hmm. more than these uh, the smaller companies. And you don't realize that a lot of these things aren't more so like, you know, I'm sure maybe maybe you don't really care if it's bad for you or something because you're like, whatever, YOLO. But yeah. there you are got about 10 more years to live tops. That's what I'm saying. And a lot of these <laughs> products not only aren't good for your body, they're not good for the planet either. And that's something that mm, we should probably care a little bit more about. And yeah. I'll tell you what Grove does, Grove Collaborative, is they have eco-friendly, effective, affordable stuff. So it's not like, because, you know, when you hear things that are, like, eco-friendly and natural, you're like, oh, how much does it cost? No, this is actually pretty affordable stuff. And they want to make it easy for you guys to switch to natural stuff. Because natural is just better, guys. We know that. We don't have to talk about why. Mike, what'd you get? You got some stuff from Grove? You got some nice stuff? Hasn't come yet? My stuff hasn't come yet. My stuff hasn't come yet either, but I'm really stoked about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm really excited because they're things that I've used before that are absolutely helpful in keeping your body healthy, your hair healthy, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So here's the deal, guys. If you're as excited as Mike and I to check this stuff out, why don't you join us and check it out yourself? Huh? You can join over 2 million households who have trusted Grove Collaborative to make their homes happier and healthier. Mike and I are about to be in that that millions, in those millions. I'll tell you what I need. I need some sunscreen and some lotion and uh, maybe some lip things. It's coming. So for a limited time, guys, when, when you go to grove.co slash banter, you get to choose a free gift with your first order of $30 or more, but you have to use our special code. So go to grove.co slash banter to get your exclusive offer. That's grove.co slash banter. Why don't you start caring a little more about your body and the planet? You're gonna like the way you care about your body and your planet. Okay. Oh, name in oh uh YouTube. the situation or <laughs> <laughs> mike the situation what's his name it's something like I that i want to say the machine the it's not that's not ah, fuck edge the edge yeah i know and flea um flea's timeless kind of yeah i don't look at flea and be like what a 90s guy that is 
No. I look at Flea and say, you could have been a- alive in any time. Yeah, period. yeah. And you would have been that ex- maybe, same person. Maybe it's helpful because he was in Back to the Future. And the chase. Remember when he was in the chase with Charlie Sheen? I don't think I've seen that. Oh, that's a funny movie. Damn, I need to see that. I'm going to add it to the list. I don't think it's supposed to be funny. Guys, let's talk about Ritual. Now, Ritual came in the mail the other day. and the I protein people. Yeah, I forgot about it. Yeah. But, oh! Oh, my bad. <laughs> Where's my Millie Genuine Draft? I gotta yell into a can. <laughs> so anyway, I got the protein powder in the mail, and I was like, yeah, I think protein powder is probably something I should be trying out. It's nice. It, it replaces a lot of the stuff that you should be having in your diet that you might not get from uh, yeah. your, what you eat. From what you eat. And mm-hmm. that's the, that's kind of my thing. Like I, I know I should have a certain amount of protein and I know that I would love to do that, but sometimes I don't because I have stuff going on or I do this or do that or whatever. So I was like, I guess protein powder seems like a good way to make sure you're getting like a good amount of protein in your mm-hmm. diet and you don't have to worry about where it's coming from. Like it's just there. Yeah. 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 I mean, other people do the work for you they put all that good stuff in there and they pack it. And, uh, and what you do is you mix it into a cold beverage. I know me and Zoya keep a lot of just bags of frozen fruit. And then you blend them up real nice and you put a, a scoop or two of this powder in it. And all of a sudden it's like you're starting your day with a milkshake or a, a fruit shake. You can grind up all kinds of things, vegetables, mm-hmm. put it in one of those little uh, bullet things. Mm-hmm. And you drink it down and it's gone. And uh, regardless of what you eat for the rest of the day, you know you got that a good base in you. And it's versatile, like you're saying. Like you can kind of put it in anything and you've just got this kind of like this tasty protein and it's not just like something that bodybuilders use it's like really good stuff for anybody it's stuff like, that you need yeah, it's yeah, stuff yeah. you need like we just kind of <laughs> need it it's science so um mike and i decided to check this this place out and i have nothing bad to say about it i like mm-hmm. it i think it's like Again, protein's something we all need. We know that. It's science. And this is a protein powder. Yeah. And I got a vanilla flavor. It makes the uh, the shakes very nice. That's what I got. I got the vanilla flavored. And I like it. I put it in with like a little oat milk. That's and nice. I was like, this is like a little milkshake or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm getting protein. What the hell? Yeah. What, what the, the hell? hell? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So. We, we Kansas just shows we'll up. Do you, what the hell? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> so. Mike and I have already talked about how much we've been enjoying it, but did you know that things that are made traceable, like these proteins, are they make a visible supply chain, so you'll always know what's in their formula, where the ingredients come from, and why they're included, which is like something that maybe we should be more concerned about with products we put into our bodies. Mm. Um, and it supports daily health, like we were saying. It's made with nutrients to support your bones, your brains, and your muscles to help maintain muscle mass as you age. And here's the deal. It's clean, plant-based formulas specifically created to support nutrient needs of different life stages, 18 plus, pregnancy, and postpartum, 50 plus. And 20 grams of pea protein plus a complete amino acid profile made with essential choline 
to help to fill common dietary gaps. Here's the thing, guys. This is like, what the heck are you talking about? But it's important to know that these are the things that are in this particular protein powder. Yeah, because that if, would be your question anyway. Exactly. You want to know. And it tastes really good. Mike and I tried the vanilla flavor. It's great. And guess what? It's from a direct from farmer vanilla bean extract, which was sustainably harvested in Madagascar. So you know that all the way back to the beginning stages of this protein powder, they're like doing things right. They're doing things in a way that will make you feel a little bit better about your carbon footprint on the planet. Um, so why don't you shake up your ritual and try to make something new, less scary. Ritual offers a money back guarantee. If you're not hundred percent in love, plus our listeners get 10% off during your first three months. So just visit ritual.com slash banter and to add essential protein to your life today. That's ritual.com slash banter. You're going to like the way your protein looks. It tastes is traceable. <laughs> Fuck, this computer has really gone through some stuff. <laughs> You know what, Mike? I'll tell you, no matter what, everything's going to be okay. That's it. That is true. Thank you for reminding me. All right, Mike. Yes. Thank you to our sponsors, I just want to say. Yes. All right. So, last night, our good pal Matt took me out to a movie. Yes. And all I knew was it was the new Conjuring movie. It was like a screening. Conjuring is a scary time. The Conjuring is <laughs> a series of films that I get confused with the Insidious movies. Do you realize there's a difference between those? Do you even know what those are? I know what Insidious is. I saw that and that movie freaked me out. Yeah. Insidious uh, Conjuring is... is like the same thing with a different title. Yeah. And the same actor is in both of them. Is it a related movie? No. Well, then so what the fuck? It's the really point? confusing. And I think it's all because of... What's his name? I can't think of his name. I hate that I can't think of his name. It doesn't matter. He's in Watchmen and shit. Okay. He's great. Jigsaw. So. The guy with the mask that changed. That's a different guy. (laughs) Totally different. Also a different series. So I didn't know anything about it. Turns out, dude, this event was like in the woods. Hmm. Heard of it. They grew up there. They put up like, dude, do you remember we went on a hike? one of the first like few hikes where there was like a, an amphitheater that you did like oh, yeah, stand up uh-huh. in. We watched the movie in that amphitheater. Oh wow. Really? Yeah. That's fun. They set up a big screen and they put up these speakers mm-hmm. and they put like little like butt mats down on the benches. So important. And then they gave us like little snacks and they gave us like this, this like, like poncho kind of thing, which was like right up my alley. Sure. But it was warm and it had a hoodie because it was going to get cold. Yeah, yeah. Because it was like, you know. As you do. Dude, but the crazy thing was, was we were watching this movie in that, like, woods. So it was, like, terrifying. Anything could happen. It was terrifying. It was, like, really good ambiance. It was, like, the perfect setting for a movie like that. And it's summer camp almost. Dude, it was really cool, and I really liked the movie. Oh, good. It was fucking scary, dude. Yeah. I just realized I've been playing the wrong music. I wanted it to be the spooky music. <laughs> it was kind of like beautiful, relaxing. It spa was. Music. It was. And now I want to. I want the mood to change, dude. So like, 
Um, <clears throat> can you describe the the plot of the movie? Yes. So it's about these paranormal investigators, okay? Uh-huh. And they, it's a woman and a man, and they're married, and they're based off of. <laughs> Mike's really into this. <laughs> they're based off of apparent real life psychic ghost investigate like paranormal investigators like the warrens yeah it's the warrens it is the warrens word yeah they're from connecticut whoa they used to come to our school and fuck us up no shit <laughs> yeah it's the warrens dude yeah. that's exactly who they are uh, so i know all about them. okay movies. great so <laughs> so check this out so it takes place in 1981 and it's all about this murder that happened where this guy said he was like possessed and that's why he killed this guy and so i mean i know i know it really happened and apparently it was one of the first like public trials in the u.s Mm -hmm. modern i guess i don't know where they were like like where they brought possession into the court essentially Hmm. so the movie is about how it's absolutely real and these two parents, the Warrens, are trying to, like, help this boy who's, like, apparently was possessed. So... I don't want to do this, but <laughs> the guy, the murderer, is a white guy? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah! White guy <laughs> being mean, like, no, it wasn't my fault. It had to be some spirit that came... <laughs> I, mean, I can't see, possibly held, be held accountable for this. But like, but if you're like, if you're like the Warrens and you're like, we our job depends on this. Yeah, thing, right? yeah, yeah. And <laughs> yeah. they're like, well, if this guy says that he, the devil. And by the way, dude, this I movie, uh-huh. no shit. The movie is called The Conjuring. The devil made me do it. Mm. It's like really called that. Yeah. The devil made me do it. Sure. Like a cheesy 50s. Yeah, I think I said that when I broke a window with a hockey puck. <laughs> dude, Matt and I were, were, were trying so hard. Like we were making each other laugh the whole time. Yeah. And it was like whenever something stupid happened in the movie, I'd go like, the devil made me do it. The devil made me do it. Somebody left a boom mic in the shot. The devil made the me devil do it. The devil made me do it. Uh-huh. Anyway, so um, it was like really decent. It was like there were visuals in the movie that I had never seen in a horror movie before. That's scary. Which is something I really want from horror, new horror movies. Like what? Well, I don't want to spoil too much. but There's at, a shark in the living room. <laughs> at one point, there's a ghost shark, and I've never seen that in the living room. <laughs> there's, a, she, there's a moment where the woman can, like, she can, like, enter the, like, spiritual realm where she can see ghosts and, like, shit like that. And so she was in the spiritual realm, and she was, like, seeing, like, visions. And she saw, like, a mirrored version of herself, like, on the floor. Like, making, mimicking the exact movements she was making, but, like, facing the other direction. The glitched out version. Yeah, it was, like, every move she made was, like, being mirrored in the opposite way. Okay. And it was, like, like, there was a mirror there, but... But she was, like, running, like, around and shit. It was, like, a really interesting visual I had never seen. Okay. Um, stuff like that. But um, I'm trying to fe- I'm trying to understand if, like, the, the event itself made the movie better or if it was just, like, a decent horror movie. And I guess I expect 
a certain level of an attempt to try something new with modern horror movies. When and I if go you to say see. like based on a true story, you have that in the back of your mind the whole time. Yeah, but I, but you're also like that's what made the League of Their Own so good. <laughs> right, exactly. Because you're thinking about how it's true the whole time. Yeah, Betty Spaghetti's husband was really dead. Right, and her legal name was Betty Spaghetti. <laughs> John um, Spaghetti. <laughs> Mom spaghetti. Mama spaghetti. <laughs> oh, to come over to Mama spaghetti house. Um, dude, so the something else that made it incredibly immersive and scary was obviously we were in the woods and as it got darker, we were like starting to, we were watching it just as the sun was like almost completely down. Uh-huh. So like by the time the movie really got going, it was like pitch black out in the woods. Oh, oh, so oh. anyway, there were these giant fucking speakers that were like really good, like really good, but uh-huh. also really fucking loud, dude. Okay. Like the loudest fucking I don't like that about movies that they're, Dude, they put him up way, way loud. This was like not okay. This is like and you're outside hearing damage. Yeah, and I couldn't believe it, but it definitely made it like scarier because whenever like a jump scare would happen, it would be like, bah! and you're like yeah. in pitch darkness in the woods, and you're like, fucking fuck. I hate that. So, I would be so fucking annoyed. Okay. So I had to put like my hood on to like try to dampen it. Uh-huh. But dude, at one point, there was this old security guard standing right next to it. Right next to the speaker. Right next to the speaker. Yeah. And it was unbearably loud for me. Kind of... And I was like 12 feet away from it. But he's like, I'm getting 150 bucks. Dude, he was like, it was funny mm. to see the man standing there <laughs> with a serious face staring, just like making sure everybody's with the, like, and he's just like, I, it was just like a bonkers visual. It was dead me. inside. He was just, I guess Matt was like, he's, he just can't, he can't, he can't, he, he, he doesn't, he, he, doesn't. he can't. That's why they hire you if he can't. Right, right. (laughs) Anyway. But, um... He might have been wearing in-ear... Yeah, maybe he had, like... Or maybe, yeah, maybe he had had, uh, earplugs or whatever. Mm. But, anyway. (laughs) Even if he had earplugs... Or he just straight up didn't give a fuck. Dude, it was, like, unbelievable. Uh Like, I'm telling you. And you know I like when shit gets real loud as a joke. Yeah, yeah. This was, like, too far. It was like, I felt like someone was fucking with me only. (laughs) And going like, yeah, you like loud shit, motherfucker? Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, so I recommend this movie. And if you don't like it, I want to know why. And I want to know, like, definitely send us some History Roads if you see it and you like it or whatever. Mm -hmm. And uh, let me know if it's probably just because it was in the woods that, like, I really ended up loving it a lot. But I thought it was, like, just really well done. That's great. Yeah. Nothing else interesting about the experience. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Billie Eilish was there. (laughs) Anyway, we'll see you guys next week. She really was. Dude, was that would weird. be such a funny thing to just say and not mean. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> All right, let's do some history roads. Okay. Wanna? Yeah. You wanna? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, uh, I found out.
tap to tap tap to tap tap. Didn't turn off. KG sends in a history road saying wrestling. Okay. He says, well, hey there, beautiful bearded baby boys. How about that alliteration? Yeah. Yeah. I just want to quickly send my full support to you guys doing a wrestling podcast. I love wrestling, especially the beloved new generation and attitude eras. Mm -hmm. Do you know what that means? Yes. However, I must say that I have lost a lot of love for it over the past few years. That's okay. Especially with today's product. Mm-hmm. I, a lot I, of people feel that way. I will say, though, AEW has been pretty solid. That's what I hear. I find myself always looking for new documentaries to watch or re-watching old matches because I just love it that much. And there's like just years of reasons to like it the further back you go. And then you figure out the backstory behind everything. And the, there's a thousand reasons to like things that already happen. Dude, I want to watch those in VR with you guys. We got to really do that. I okay. want to see some matches. Okay. Some classic ones. Um, he says, my top five wrestlers are Undertaker, mm-hmm. Shawn Michaels, The Rock, Stone Cold, Hell Yeah, and Bret Hart. Hell Yeah. I feel like Steve would really appreciate the intricate storytelling details that take place in matches, especially old school matches, the psychology, the crowd's involvement, the characters. I think it would be really cool to hear from you guys. Yeah. And I'm sure Mike would love it too, because what wrestling fan doesn't love talking about more wrestling? I would love it. There's a very specific thing that happens when one person is really in wrestling and one person isn't, and it's probably similar with mu- uh, with movies. Like if I was, if you were like really recommending a horror film or whatever, and you or a Star Wars film, and I was sitting next to you the whole time, being like, "Okay, but what the fuck? <laughs> right, right. And why is it? And why does no one accidentally cut themselves with a lightsaber? Right, right. <laughs> it's like right. Um, to be that with. To not give your full um, separation or, or what's it called? Something, something disbelief. Suspension oh, oh, of disbelief. Yeah. It, it, it like ruins it for everybody. So I if guess you're that's like, true. you get into it and just accept it for what it is, then I'll, I have all the time in the world for, for people like that. Yeah. I think like, um, yeah, I, I, I think it would be interesting to do kind of what we did with the Beatles with like 80s wwf mm-hmm. like because i'd like to be like i'd like to be able to ask you questions and stuff i mean I, the beatles one worked so well because it was like both of us gushing about it right that's but, more of a, a one-sided thing but you have genuine interest i think if we pick like two or three matches and i'll give you like the whole backstory yeah and we can do like three episodes about mm-hmm. and one's about each of um, each match we could do things where like we watched this match and then i took a bunch of notes and then you have all of this backstory stuff to, to explain about the match. And then I'll give you my notes and we'll just do like this, this like little wrestling series. Oh, that'd be great. Right? I think yeah, that'd be yeah, a lot yeah. of fun. Holy yeah. shit. I think that, is that the next thing we're going to do? It's like the Beatles? Stay tuned. Damn, KG, you might have facilitated this, but you can't legally take any ownership of that. <laughs> Neither can we. Um, and by the way, Mike, <laughs> what did you think about the Undertaker's Last Ride documentary? I thought it was beautiful. What a career. Yeah, man, it's. Uh, I don't think I'm separated enough from the end of the Undertaker's career to really look back and be like, 
that was amazing. Like I am at a, you know, like a macho man, Randy Savage or somebody who's been out for like years and years, but like macho, uh, Undertaker was something that like when he debuted, I remembered like everyone was scared of him as a kid growing up in the, in the nineties, he came in like, I don't know, 91, 92, 93. And like, they would just have their cameras fixated on the little kids at ringside being like, what the fuck? He's dead. You're telling right. me like, <laughs> yeah. how's he moving? Why can't he hurt? Uh, why can't he be hurt? Right. And, uh, and it was super weird. And then he just like lasted so long and he changed his character so many times where it like fit with the times. And he was just like super smart and super innovative. Damn. I gotta really watch that documentary. Yeah. I wonder if you would, I don't know, watch it if you, if you want to watch Is it. Is it about his life or just about one particular point in his life? I think it's about just the whole, just his character. The I love The creation that. of the character and the changes that it it went through and why it needed to change. I love that. I would totally love that. Yeah. If you like the Vampiro thing. Yeah. Love I loved a, the Vampiro you thing. You would love a, a, a documentary about a more popular. <laughs> more, right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, anyway, thanks for your time. Cheers, guys. Much love. KG. All right. KG, Great idea. Thank KG. you so much, my friend. All right. Let's see who we have next here. For the love of God, please pick me. Nathaniel says. What a way Who's to get next? chosen. <laughs> Who's next? Hey, Steve and Michael. I am a huge Dynamic Banter fan. Dude, what do we say the other day? It was like an email joke. It was like re regarding the nightmare before Christmas. <laughs> the nightmare. What is that? Oh, fuck. The nightmare. Oh, yeah. Re. The, <laughs> the nightmare regarding Christmas. <laughs> the nightmare re Christmas. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> hey Steve Michael I'm a huge Dynamic Badger fan I love you both very much now I have a really good feeling about my chances of this history road being read so I swear to fucking God don't make me get my hopes up again and thank you for listening to the podcast <laughs> goodbye everyone I'll try my best to keep this as short as possible. I've been playing World of Warcraft since I was a kid. My older brother was playing at the time and introduced me to this fantasy world I immediately fell in love with. CD-ROMs and what have you. That's correct. Fast forward like 13 to 14 years of playing the game, and I decide to make my own guild. A guild being a community of people in the game. Mm -hmm. the, the name we gathered under is Backyard Chickens, <laughs> and all of my friends loved it. They have absolutely no idea where it comes from, though. Uh -huh. I just said it was random. <laughs> Liar. <laughs> I'm at work, so I got to wrap this up. Lastly, I just want to say it took me forever to find out what time and day you guys usually record so I could send this in with a better shot of getting picked. Love you both very much. Gaming the system. That's all I'm saying. Mm. Looking forward to the next live event. All right. Well, thank you so well, much. I appreciate your determination yeah. about telling us that you lied about the inspiration for your show. <laughs> right. Just tell them. Maybe they'll yeah. become fans. Dude, we'd no, hate in that. No way would you want to spread the name of the podcast around. <laughs> no, no. We don't want you to tell your friends no, about no, the podcast. No. Keep this podcast a secret we so, love we can, it. so we can work yeah. as hard as we can the for smaller minimal the reward. <laughs> Cooper sends an email saying, what the fuck is going on with UFOs? Hey, boys, let me get a big old hot sloppy sloppy honk double honk. <laughs> honk to honk. 
It's me, the guy who's been doing the blank is my favorite blank joke with my dad for years and years. That's great. I just wanted to write in about the absolutely wild shit going on with UFOs lately. You talked about it a few weeks back, but I haven't stopped thinking about it. And the fact that the Pentagon confirmed footage and said, we've been encountering them more than usual usual i feel like people aren't as excited as they should be do you feel like we're hitting some kind of technological slash societal threshold and they're finally going to say hi do you want to be monica chandler phoebe joey rachel ross are they bad guys i hope they like us i just watched fire in the sky last night and i really hope it's not those fellas anyway Mm. i just wanted to hear your thoughts and speculations upon the situation also here's my number if you want to hear my story of how i saw what i think was a ufo all right, Cooper. Um, I think I, I don't know if I talked about it, but really quickly, I think, I think, we're seeing, I don't know, I can't really, I don't really have a theory about why they're more, why we're seeing more of them, I guess. But I feel like the government confirming they also don't know what it is, is happening because because it's happening so frequently and they have to say something mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. um and the reason why i think people aren't making a bigger deal out of it is because it's so easy to not think about it if it's not doing anything if it's not affecting your life really yeah, if no one has any real answers right and there's so many things that are affecting people's lives exactly. in a very real way every day every so day so you're like with my, th- I used to date someone in high school who would tell me that they wanted to go out, and then half an hour after we were supposed to go out, and they still hadn't picked me up yet, would call and be like, "I can't do something tonight. Can we do something on Jesus. Saturday?" So I developed a "I'll believe it when I see it" type <laughs> of mentality. And. That's not a bad mentality to have. It's not. And it's a hard lesson to learn. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, either when I see something that I can't explain or something starts happening, uh, when I'll say that when the money's in my bank account, that's when I'll I'll believe (laughs) it. That's when the job is real. Yeah. So whatever. And I think everybody has that to a degree, especially now. And... um, Man, we've just been through so much as humans in this timeline, mm-hmm. and uh, so much is still happening, and there's still so much pain and terror and madness and uh, scary shit and mass shootings every day still. Mm-hmm. Um, that it's like if these aliens aren't like a threat, or if they're not doing anything that is interesting, they're essentially then why smart. Should bugs. I give a fuck? Yeah, right. And I think like I'm gonna get canceled in a hundred years for saying that. Yeah, smart <laughs> you're not the first one to say that. But it's also like if you know, I always the thought that I always have is like, let's say that the government comes out tomorrow and has one piece of non unbelievably grainy footage <laughs> of an alien. Okay. Does it change the way that people on earth interact with each other? And does it, you know how like the day after 9-11, everyone was like, has a little American flag on the yeah, back of the yeah. car. It was like, we're Americans and yeah. we were attacked, but we're, we stand strong. We're showing our a, support for and the that's country. Happened, right, right. And our grandparents and our parents have all had like war moments where they got to come together as a, yeah. 
as a country. I wonder if it would like bring a global community together to be like, we're earthlings. Yeah. You know, but yeah. uh, people are so stupid in general that it, it takes something jarring and terrible for us to all come together instead of just like wanting to I, be more together. It's funny that you mentioned that because I've been kind of like stewing an idea in my head about like a group of people that are sick of being represented by their governments to aliens mm -hmm. and decide to like gather people as the representatives of earth to like try to communicate with aliens mm -hmm. and they take it upon themselves to be like a better representation of humanity mm -hmm. that aren't like warmongers and like aren't like greedy and powerful and like privileged right it's just like real people that like have struggled through life that are like we are the working class of this planet and we need like some kind of like help or something mm -hmm. like I, I've been stewing with an idea that's like that because well, what an unbelievable burden for it is as an alien to <laughs> right. traverse the universe and to happen upon this planet, which is probably also scary for them unless <laughs> totally. they've been here for years, for thousands of times to come down here and immediately like, imagine you're the new friend in the group, and then individually, Everyone's these battling friends, each other. I need you so bad. Seriously, don't listen to Jeff. Yeah. And then Jeff comes over, he's like, I'm the richest yeah. one here, yeah. and I will welcome you. Yeah. And then this one's like, we don't fucking want you here. You know, it's interesting because, like, I think you you've, you like kind of are, are hitting on a feeling I have about, like, Earth in general mm -hmm. to, as, in, in regards to, like, aliens. Like, remember when I said, like, I feel like Earth is like a sensitive ecosystem that other species just respect as something like you just shouldn't fuck with. Yeah. Because you're just going to mess with like whatever that ecosystem is. And I think like if mo if intelligent life is more intelligent than us, then absolutely they're just trying not to get involved. Because as people... It's a goddamn mess down here. It's a goddamn mess. And not only that, dude, we know what happens as like stupid humans when humans interfere with an e a natural ecosystem. Mm -hmm. Like, we destroy it. We ruin it. We force it to evolve in ways that are more beneficial to us. We burn it and make cars go faster. Yeah, and, like, you know, bees are fucking dying, and the coral reefs are almost all gone. Yeah. And I like, don't want to use aliens as a weapon. I don't want to be throwing aliens at right. people. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, is that, like, we uh, we already know what happens when we try to help. Yes. Things that help. look like they need help. Right. And what ends up happening is, is we like, fuck it. We fuck it up. Right. And I think that. There's a bunch of people blowing on the, the icebergs. Yeah. Yeah. On the, on the North Pole. So right when you're saying like, imagine being the new friend in the group, that's like, we've been waiting for someone to come and save us from our drama. Right. You're Then you're like, well, then it's all on me. And then it's like how do I have all the answers? And if it's aliens seeing us that way, why the fuck would they want to get involved? Right. If I was an alien, I'd just be like, never mind. But good luck. But good luck with your last. My <laughs> positive hope with aliens and the idea that they could possibly help us is, you know, and it's gotta be one of those things where it's like, you know, we have this like device that's like this big that gives you unlimited food and water. And we could like, this is like an iPhone to us. We mm -hmm. just have them in our pockets. Mm -hmm. Like 
we could give it to you guys. We could show you how it works. We could sh show you how to make one. Mm -hmm. We could give you all the materials to make one. But we don't think you'll know what to do with it. And you'll just make people like, you'll just turn it into a greedy thing. That's when the USA comes over and it goes, we want to own how that. How hard do I have to throw it for it to blow up half the fucking planet? Not only that, it's like, wait a minute. You have a device that gives you unlimited food and water, mm -hmm. and we can make it American? Mm -hmm. And anybody who wants it has to pay like a fuck ton of money but to have it? But even before you get to that point, my mind goes to like, what about an alien civilization would even overlap with like... We have no idea what they look like right. or how they're built or how they function. We right. have no idea how biology, any of their stuff minerals, functions. Yeah. Like they're the with a little bit that I've delved into it, which is this much. Yeah. It's like there's no signs of like propulsion right. for any of the UFOs right. and they just go ridiculous which speeds. Which boggles our scientists, so, our engineers. Right. And the reason why like I'm still uh, somewhat religious and still hold on to like my religious beliefs is because my favorite story about church was like, I like the watchmaker theory and I like the ant comp the, when an ant contemplates the skyscraper was a eulogy that I, I like, not a eulogy, the a stories sermon. that they do sermon, whatever they, the stories that they tell you in church and we're little ants and in order to understand God or, or really aliens or anything that we don't understand, it's like, you know, it's a completely different, there's so many things within that universe that we can't even begin to grasp. Right. So for them to come down and be like, we understand everything about you. This is, you know, yeah. there's so many, there's so much, It's just we so many holes. I think we grew up with an expect, with it, with an expectation that someone will take care of us. Mm -hmm. And I think that like you carry that into your adulthood to a certain degree. Yeah. And being stupid is being human is being stupid enough to think that like we have some kind of mental grasp on a bunch of things that it's that like, an, don't. it's like an ego and it's like all of that stuff. Cause it's like, I deserve to be saved. Mm -hmm. I deserve this. And so it's like, I think that any species, any higher intelligent species that has studied this planet can like pretty much tell like what we're up to and right. like how we function and how the collective mind like kind of like reacts to things they can't explain. Dude, how so tiny organisms and cells, they're their own kind of yeah, universe ecosystem, and ecosystem. Yeah. How many of those do you think exist on the side of the street in the area between where the street meets the curb. Like billions, maybe. <laughs> so every Tuesday and Thursday when the street sweeper comes out. They just get wiped out. And we destroy thousands of those. Yeah. What's the, what's to say? I mean, yeah. And that's the thing. It's like, and then, and, then, and then there's people that come out of nowhere that are like, we have to save the organisms uh -huh. that are being washed away every day. Uh -huh. Save the microorganisms. Right. And you're like, fuck, I, I was, I'm, I've been trying to save the trees. Yeah, we and thought the trees were the one. Like, all right, we, we, let's add in the organisms then. What do we got to do? And it's like, well, we got to eliminate street sweeping. Yeah. Or what we, if they came down and they were like, you guys will be totally fine. Like, all of your, um, your conflict and all of your environmental problems and, like, racism. Right. And, <laughs> and uh, pandemics and epidemics, they could all be... Uh, washed away as long as you guys have exactly this many trees. 
<laughs> and we were like, fuck. When was the last time we counted the tree? That sounds like a lot. All we right. Still have we got- <laughs> That many trees. We have a national call for someone to count all the trees. Yeah, and we're not world. even close. Because <laughs> we had to have McDonald's in like right. remote parts of the world. Right. We there's there's abandoned malls that like were that paved over beautiful forests that are yeah. just like could have helped us. Right. I just think the bottom line is is that we are a fragile ecosystem, just like the organisms on the sidewalk are, mm-hmm. and I think we're a necessary ecosystem. For I mean, for us, we we live in a necessary ecosystem for survival. Yeah, mm. but this is just the ecosystem we fucking live in, and so it's like we kind of know that big changes fuck with the natural order. So I think that's why that's why things get closer to us, and we all have phones now to record things. But still, no one has good pictures. I think there's better ones, but it's hard to tell if it's fake or not now. Because everyone makes, like, things that look very real now. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, really... worked, it, And, like, the deep fake stuff is, like, fucking terrifying. Mm. So it's, like, really hard to tell what's real. But, but I think that it's undeniable everyone... Most people now have a camera in their pocket. So I think that's, this might have something to do with the frequency of seeing more of them. Mm. But I don't know, man. I think it would be cool if aliens could help us. I think they have zero obligation to... And they probably shouldn't. Yeah. Um, but it would be really cool. We're we're on the um, the on ramp or the off ramp of the highway of the universe. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, that's beautiful. It's like we're the ball of twine. Yeah. That you can see there it is. Or like the big thermometer. We're the and... planet with the sign. Right. Right. Like, oh, can we can we anything. pass by Earth just so we can see? All right, fine, but we're not stopping. Right? Can we go spit on Earth? Yeah, yeah. Let's. I just want to see the Grand Canyon again. (laughs) Um, All right. Anyway, guys, thank you for listening to the episode today. I love to nerd out about the alien stuff. I think it's fascinating. I think I could talk a lot about it. I have always loved UFOs and aliens, and uh, the fact that this stuff is happening in a more technologically advanced age is like really awesome Mm -hmm. and i'm curious but all of our doctors are going to be aliens by the time we're 80 dude i welcome our alien overlords if Mm -hmm. they're if they're better than the people in charge right now 100 percent um all right mike plugs probably um this computer can't see through your computer screen no i certainly can't (laughs) uh i'm coming to a bunch of places next month i believe Okay, so next month, I believe I'm going to um, San Diego twice. I think 18th and 19th, I'll be in San Diego. The whale's vagina. Uh, The whale's vaginas. So um, in between that, I'll be in L.A. pretty much almost every night of the week, and there's always somewhere you can see me. In July, I'm coming to Connecticut New York. I just need to figure out exactly when and where. And also, fuck, there was something else. I'm sorry. Oh, that's okay. On um, what I think is like the twelfth record store day. Oh hell yeah! I'm re-releasing for the final time the vinyls that I have left of Zebradiah Zebra Pants, nice. which was my last tour as a musician. And I recorded, and I just took the best parts of the tour, and you could hear me telling, trying to tell little jokes that aren't great wow, that's in between good. the songs. Hell yeah. And then as soon as there's one box of records left, and when those are done, they're done. Yeah. And then there's another box of uh, some CDs that I released from 
2009 was my first solo album called Fun With Honesty. And then the band's album, which was uh, Do It For The Story and Mike Falzone and The Peppermint Trick. And what I want to do, I have a call with them today, is I'm going to um, release them all as like a record store day package with yeah. like a special sticker. And then once they're gone, like this has never been the case before, but I won't even have any left. So wow, the remnants of my ones. music career is like, I'll have one, like that one record is in a frame. Yeah. And I'll have a bunch of these. Wow. Um, and then they'll be gone. Damn. And that's it. And But I mean, obviously they're accessible in digital ways, but some, these are the last physical versions of these. Like I think some were on iTunes that aren't on Spotify. and uh, But maybe. But yeah, wow. like they're all kind of bits and pieces. I don't even know who like hosts the digital versions of some of them, but some of them are just like not around. Dude, if you guys want some of a chip of Mike's old block, yes, his, That's a part what the of his, is called. a part of his loins, right. <laughs> his creative the loins, the fruit of my balls. Yeah, you want a, the last remnants of of such things? Yeah. Then definitely jump on that. That'll I think be June twelfth, I think. That's tight, dude. Yeah. Um, I have nothing that cool, but every Wednesday we do streams on twitch.tv slash the Valley Folk. We do Jackbox shit, and lately I've been playing the new resident evil game resident evil village which is like fucking tight it's so cool it's scary it's amazing it's a beautiful game cool i'm having a great time with it it's terrifying um and i've been streaming that over there on wednesdays it's been a bit i've played you just like, like stream by yourself in your house yeah with with <laughs> people like watching uh, so at least i don't feel super alone yeah but yeah. it's yeah it's terrifying i'm just screaming and being scared <laughs> um I, yeah so anyway uh if you want to check that out that's on twitch.tv slash the valley folk and then mike and i have tiktoks we do tiktoks um you can just search for our names and you'll find us mike has on comedy I think yeah that's mine Mine's just the Steve Zaragoza, I think, mm. but you can, you'll see. I mean, just type Steve Zaragoza and you'll find it. Um, but yeah, check that out if you get a chance. And that's that. Yep. <laughs> I'm signing off. Goodbye, everybody. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs> <laughs>